chapter eighteen of the book of love by paolo montegazza this librivox recording is in the public domain the degradations of love two difficult problems are not solved by fleeing from or by concealing them and yet many physicians many philosophers attempt to solve the most burning questions of modern society after the manner of a child who by closing his eyes believes that he is fleeing from the dog that threatens him to dr monlau in spain and dr bergeret in france who thought that they would be able to save society by abolishing prostitution i replied in a few words which i wished to save from the shipwreck of the newspapers in order to gather them in the shadow of this book i have never wondered at finding philosophers who study man in fichte or in kant without having ever touched his palpitating body or examined any of his fibres with the microscope who advised their legislature to destroy in the social organism with iron and fire that livid and cancerous spot called prostitution neither have i given the alarm or extolled it as a miracle when i heard the auto da fe invoked against the houses of ill-fame by moralists who have had the rare fortune of having been born without the sixth sense or the still rarer merit of smothering it with the extinguisher of an iron will but when i hear these intolerant cries from the mouth of a physician i shake my head diffidently and with a compassionate voice i ask myself is he really a physician has this moralist actually seen a man in convulsive delirium and cut into his cold and rigid flesh on the chilly marble slab of the anatomical cabinet he who hurls the anathema at prostitution is he really the physician who should act as a kind link between the legislator who in man sees only a defendant to punish and the philanthropist who in him considers only an unhappy creature to heal and help these and other questions i addressed to the illustrious spanish physician monlo when he proposed to his government the absolute suppression of the houses of ill-fame and then i had the pleasure of seeing my poor words printed in the progressive spanish medical journals now i make the same reproach to dr bergeret who in one of his memoirs on prostitution in the country places and small towns of france went so far as to fling the anathema against that caustic wound which civilization has opened in the diseased flesh of the modern social organism and i with a sad air repeat to the french physician a melancholy fili me bergeret lost much of his time and ink in narrating lurid stories of what occurred in some villages of france and who does not know similar stories we have them in italy in germany we can find them in every country where humanity loves and suffers gets drunk and prostitutes itself wherever the eyes of the authorities cannot penetrate into the most secret fissures of the social edifice where lie concealed the lurid parasites that sting and devour us but between deploring the evils that are the results of clandestine prostitution and destroying all toleration on this ground there is an abyss over which the physician and the legislator should not pass on the waxen wings of an 
arcadian flight but which should be crossed over the solid bridge of a wise criticism then my dear moralist my dear theorist you say that men learn vice in the houses of ill fame but then without taverns would there be no assassins without pharmacists would there be no poisoners without manufacturers of gunpowder and bayonets would there be no wars and who pray is the cause of the existence of houses of ill fame taverns daggers poisons firearms if not man himself that man whom you ought to be able to understand if it is true that you also are made of the same dough your morals are those of the inquisitor who burns the sinner whom he cannot convert they are as false and coarse as those of the legislator who has only the prison and the scaffold for the education of the guilty as those of the surgeon who barbarously amputates the member which with a wiser more merciful science he should preserve modern civilization substitutes the school for the inquisitor's stake has more faith in books than in prisons and halters more in preservative medicine than in the surgeon's knife and as long as the social organism is diseased as long as it is a poor creature imbued with evil humours with many curious bones and many scrofulous tumours we will kindly cauterize its flesh to keep it alive to divert it into more ignoble parts those acrid humours that would poison the sources of life until we shall succeed with the tonic cure of education in renewing the blood in the veins of this old invalid and in pouring this new blood into his flesh his bones and his nerves to rebuild them this is why we still preserve the cautery of prostitution and we wish to guard it with the same jealous care with which a physician keeps a precious wound open to save the life of a diseased organism and believe me o egregious colleague of the country beyond the alps when life shall be no longer threatened and the organism shall have new blood then we will close this wound too together with many other ones which are still bleeding we will close the house of luptiousness when every man will have his nest and love will not be considered a crime any longer there are some savage races among which prostitution is unknown while no civilized nation is without prostitutes on the contrary every country even the most moral has the high prostitutes and the very high the low and the very low not in all countries are prostitutes cynically named according to the price they ask for their favours as in persia where they are termed the fifty tamani the twenty tamani etc but everywhere a tariff is the index of the hierarchy of vice and a scale of lechery alexander severus did not want the money collected through taxes on houses of prostitution to be paid into the treasury and Ulpian, his minister used it for the maintenance of the theatres and the public health with juvenalian sagacity the government of brazil devotes to the regulation of vice the money received from the sale of decorations and titles of nobility we find everywhere women who sell themselves but we also find to our honour that society is everywhere ashamed of this stain conceals and does not mention it and a mysterious mephitic air hangs heavily over the simony of love a thousand muddy streamlets carry their tributes to prostitution but at the first source the cause is one and powerful in man an imperious appetite for voluptuousness in woman an imperious want of bread or licentiousness or licentiousness and bread at the same time unfortunately woman can always sell five minutes of voluptuousness without love without desire she can sell herself with disgust in her heart and hatred on her lips 
and the joy she sells is paid for according to the requirements of beauty luxury fashion according to the infamous art with which she knows how to feign pleasure and counterfeit love procurers and procuresses hasten to the market of lechery to test the flesh of the precious victims to fatten the lean and buy the plump for the higher bidder and panders and bawds keeping within the shadow of the law conceal in the lured or gilded prisons of prostitution that quivering herd of youth and shame and prisoners in the same gloomy atmosphere are martyrs of love and nymphomaniacs victims of hunger and of ignorance fallen angels and foul demons all the lowest strata of feminine society all the bloody carrions of the great social battles there in those dark haunts of licentiousness man forgets how to love loses the holy poetry of the heart and the mysterious quivers of sentiment prostitutes the most gigantic forces of thought and affection without hunger he partakes of savoury food thirstless he becomes intoxicated without the necessity of overcoming modesty he obtains everything and money levels all virtues and concedes the maddest polygamy and there one sees the nude and chaste statue of love dragged in the fetid bog by a frolicsome tipsy crowd such is the love that modern civilization offers to all those hundred thousand pariahs who cannot find the straw to weave the chaste nest of the family to all those who cannot make a vow of chastity and do not wish to deceive an innocent maiden or steal another man's woman our civilized society can really be proud of this the philanthropists with their tearful dirges the economists with their wise reflections the legislators with their elaborate codes can join in a chorus to sing hosannas to this stupendous solution of the problem either a starving family or prostitution either children cast into the depth of misery or faith betrayed in the house of a friend proletariat or infamy degradation or crime stupendous dilemmas that crown our society with numberless horns and sow deception hunger and corruption everywhere if a thick bark of hypocrisy did not cover the rotten trunk of our modern civilization what a horrible spectacle should we behold and when a sincere moralist or a true philosopher attempts to cut the bark away and show to us through a little fissure how deep the decay is then we flee horrified and clamour against such impudence such sacrilege the government should therefore deal with prostitution as a malady to be treated not because there is any hope of cure but because society owes to every sick person a physician and a bed it should not be permitted to grow to spread to parade its lurid sores to cover itself with tinsel and paint but it should be watched tenderly as in a hospital so that in the passer-by it may awaken compassion rather than luxury and while the state keeps a good vigil writers and teachers should raise the level of general culture and teach the elective paradise of chastity which contains a treasure of delights for the future of him who waits this alas the libertine will never be able to understand and preserves for true love which all may hope to attain the infinite joys of a virgin voluptuousness the sale of love should neither be proclaimed as a feast of the human family nor officially suppressed because it then overflows and inundates all the paths of society it should be tolerated and pitied as we already tolerate and pity many other maladies of our social organism to reach this sublime goal to hope at least to attain it we must above all scrape off from modern love the hundred coats of hypocrisy we must not have our children learn love as a crime in the house of vice but immediately at the first dawn of youth they should be taught that it is a sublime delight conceded to the good and the noble and is to be conquered in the same manner as glory and wealth not the chambermaid or the prostitute but a modest and pure girl should be the first teacher of love a woman who should teach us love before voluptuousness 
to be chaste in our desires in order to possess her some day we conceal and believe that we are able with silence to suppress the passions and suffocate the desires but we have concealed too much and have been silent too long in the most puritanical country in the world england one of the most honest and wisest physicians of london published a book that has already reached the ninth edition in which he frankly dared assert that free love without fecundation is the only remedy against the protiform corruption that invades modern society because of the impossibility for most of the people of morally satisfying one of the most powerful needs this book was a distressing surprise to me when they can write such a book as this in england and devour nine editions when an honest physician can calmly discuss preventive intercourse in malthus finds such an eloquent and daring commentator who brings his theory from the field of economy into that of morality of hygiene and even of religion i believe it my duty to affirm that society is thoroughly diseased and i say it loudly should be cured yes modern society infected with so much prostitution and adultery and incessantly proclaiming itself monogamous while it is largely polygamous demands a physician to cure its sores to cleanse it from so much degradation to concede love's virtuous and more free or at least less soiled with filth and lies and this physician must be a less hypercritical and less exacting morality but at the same time more exalted because more human a morality that should teach us never to separate voluptuousness from love and that chastity is the most beautiful and holiest of joys and the most watchful guardian of love the elect never prostitute themselves not even in these times because they love and because having once entered the paradise of love they feel too great repugnance to descend to the mire of the simony of voluptuousness they should exert all their faculties with all their strength in order that the masses too may elevate themselves to the high spheres in which they dwell and where they breathe a purer air and call the most delicate and beautiful flowers end of section thirty three